I am so excited to introduce the couple that is joining us today, Krista and Brian. They came to our intensive last September and I got to personally meet them and just absolutely fell in love. They've been married for almost 30 years and the Connection Codes has transformed how they show up and communicate with each other from the vulnerability that they now share to the active listening, being able to create space for each other in their home. They're going to share what that transformation has looked like today. Welcome to the Connection Codes podcast. This is the podcast where we break open the emotions that take us from being disconnected to connected in our relationships and in ourselves. I am your host, Tara Wages, and joining me is marriage and family therapist, clinical sexologist, Dr. Glenn Hill, and his incredible wife, Phyllis. Together, they have founded The Connection Codes, which is the guide to human connection. And we're so glad you're here. Hello, world. Hi, friends. We are so excited mm-hmm. uh, for Krista and Brian to be on the podcast with us today. Yes. And Very before special. we pushed record, we actually were reminiscing because we got to be with them earlier this year in mm-hmm. March and sit on their incredibly beautiful sit on that exactly yes right. that porch Amazing. and spent time together. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I think I love about the connection codes is mm. the relationships, the friendships that we have developed, yeah. not because we went to school together or because we've lived in the same area and it's because that connection codes has brought us together yeah. and it's to me i love even the depth of relationship mm. <clears throat> with people that we don't know but yet yeah. the first time we meet yeah. there's just a, a bond and a connection right. and definitely have felt that with brian and krista and so welcome thank you mm-hmm. for being yeah. with today and for the sake of our audience tell us a little bit about you guys well thank you thank you for asking us this is special a little bit about us uh, i'm krista this is brian this is brian and we in april it'll be 30 years of marriage for us yes so here we are it's like even just saying that i feel like what how is that possible <laughs> so we are empty nesters now and so we're like in this stage, figuring it out and still learning and still growing, still finding new tools. And so with even finding the connection codes, if I could, that's like a fun story for me to tell. Yeah, so yeah love, it. It. love it. Just one of those things like scrolling on Instagram, like connection codes, I want to know what that is. <laughs> so it just started me. I'm a little bit of the, mm, this little honeybee that's just looking around. I have my antenna up. I want to learn new things. I want to code. Mm. And so I just started digging around a little bit. And I had noticed that you had advertised about an intensive weekend. And it feels really special even doing this podcast Um, this weekend, because it was literally like one year ago. Mm -hmm. And so I called and I was like, Hey, I'd like to get on the list, Mm -hmm. but like the word intensive, I feel a little, I'm intense. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I need an intensive, but I need something, but wow. So glad we showed up. And then 
So I am a little bit of the one who's, Ryan, I got an idea. Do you want to do this? And I'm just really thankful that he makes things low stakes and he's, yeah, okay, go to Nashville. And so part of going to the intensive, I had to tell Brian, we're going to have a Zoom call with them before we show up. So it's the day, <laughs> it's seven o'clock. And I really remember that Zoom call really uh -huh. well. And just Glenn starting it with like, where do you miss each other? And like, where do you connect? And I just remember that's such a beautiful question. And then Brian, I don't, I think I felt a little, and so Brian started and do you want to say what you said? No, go ahead. <laughs> and so Brian was like, in our relationship, Krista is the feelings girl and I'm the logic guy. Like she does all the feelings and I don't really do that. And then I just remember there was like a pause and then Glenn said, duh, in all of his wisdom, yeah. Brian, what if I told you like that just isn't true? Mm. What if I told you that really you do have all of these feelings? It's just learning to name them. It's learning to move through them. It's learning to be with them. Mm. And I just in that moment was like, okay, take our money. We're coming. <laughs> I'm all in. Yes. Wow. <laughs> and Brian, what did you think? <laughs> oh, yeah. it's This is 100% challenging for me. It's digging deep for me, but it's absolutely from growing up in a large mixed family and mm -hmm. a divorce and a lot of problems. And I felt like I was... I needed to deal with my own problems myself. Mm -hmm. And so I guess majority of the time dealing with those problems, I would shove those emotions back here in the back. And then they would only come out when you really got angry or you really got hurt or you were really sad. Then it, it's a whole stack of sadness and it's a whole stack of hurt mm -hmm. instead of dealing with, oh yeah, I got hurt with that. So that's where it was for me. But no, I was mainly joking. But I think in that situation, what I said is I got my feelings hurt in the sixth grade. And so I haven't really got them hurt. So I haven't allowed them to be hurt since. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. when Glenn stepped in and said, no, nah, that's not the case. You know, so yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, a, great, a great lesson learned for sure. Yeah. But Brian's psyche is protecting him when he's wounded from whenever, <laughs> way back when he's a smart guy. So it's, he's oh, okay. So protect yourself. And of course, then he meets this remarkable human named Krista. And she just wants to know the authentic Brian. She adores the real, at the mm -hmm. core, vulnerable Brian. And so then she's on this quest, this mission to always find him, but he hasn't, he has trouble finding himself. So ain't no way he's going to be able to convey to her authentically. Wow. And it's so beautiful. I mean, Crystal, literally when I say that, you just hug the guy. You're just like, yes, this is my guy. This is my friend. This is who yeah. I want to partner with. The real authentic. Do you, are you guys old enough to remember the show? Um, Was it called What's My Line? 
The, where, where the somebody come on, they say, whatever, my name is so-and-so, I'm a circus acrobat. But there'd be like three or four of them that would, they would all say the same thing. And then at the end, the host would go, will the real, you know, yeah. Brian Perotti, please stand up. And each of them would start <laughs> to stand up. Finally, the real Brian Perotti would stand up. That's all we're doing. We Krista wants to see the real Brian Perotti. She doesn't want these inauthentic versions of him. She wants the real one because that's who she adores. That's who she can dance with. And that's what makes life so rich is seeing the, the real, whole, authentic person. Wow. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. I love, I love that y'all are remembering details that mm-hmm. I'm not remembering like that first zoom call connection. And it is that's so encouraging. And then mm-hmm. just the time that we got to spend together here in Tennessee, when you guys did come for mm-hmm. this weekend intensive and it was a lot of growth through that weekend, but I love even since then, just what I shared to start with that we were able to come and be with you guys in your home. We were, we were passing through. It was really just a few hours and yet so special and so rich. And it is to me what I love so much. And for you guys to trust, to come to Mm. Tennessee for an intensive with people you don't know, you know, and to me, there always is a a fear behind that. Mm. Like a, what are we getting ourselves into? What is this going to be like meeting a bunch of strangers? And so I just, I love that y'all put yourselves in those places. And what, do you have any memories of that a year ago weekend that really stands out to you, like a moment that was really good. It's such a, it's really such a special memory for me. One kind of side note, because I do listen to the podcast and I once remember shortly after the intensive, when Glenn was doing the wheel, I quote you a lot, Glenn, but it was like fear that people have come to this and then it'll last a couple days and then will it really stick? Mm. And so I guess just saying like, here we are a year later and we still have so much to grow in, but it has been a year of using the tool. And so I just feel like when we were there, like we did come with willing hearts, like we were hungry and it Mm. was really sweet, like eight couples all just really, yeah, like I said, just hungry for like new tools. And it was just such a sweet time. And just being with you and how real both of you are. I loved just not really feeling put on the spot. Like we could go at our own pace and just really do our own connecting. But the ooh thing, like I just remember too, like when we were driving back to the hotel one night, there was something going on at home. And so I was like, yeah, do you, what do you think is going to happen about this? And I just remember for the first time in real time, Brian was like, oh, yeah. Mm. And I just was like, is this, this works. But I just remember my whole nervous system, like my whole body was like, I have been longing for this, but really experiencing, I think, even before we had left your property and stuff, I was like, oh, Yay, the ooh, it works. I love it. Yeah, mm. We call it the power of the ooh. It's, yeah. you know, it's all based on research. That's the reason it works, not because Phyllis and Glenn wrote about it on page 103 of the book. It's because it's based on the human condition. We're just the founders. We discovered it. It was already true before we were born. 
But when, and and my impression of Brian and, and Chris is he adores you so much. He wants to fix everything for you. <laughs> and from an incredibly good heart, great intention, beautiful motivation, he tries to fix. And for him to be able to just ooh you and just be present with you and allow you to experience what you experience for the resource says 19 seconds is just stunning. And Phyllis was the fixer in our relationship for so many years or decades. And she's just been startled at how easy it is yes. once she got good at doing. And Ooh. we sometimes say, and we don't mean it the way it sounds, but when she learned to not care, and again, she cares about me, but when she, because the vast majority of the time, she's just not thrown whatever I share. She's just, oh, wow. Mm, okay. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Yep. Yeah, that's. And then I feel seen and heard and literally 25 seconds later, we're good. And she didn't fix anything. Uh, And she's mesmerized by that because she's, oh my gosh, how much time did I spend trying to help Glenn and it made it worse? How much time did I try to help the boy? And we would end up in some big conflict about it for three hours or three days. And now she's doesn't care anymore. She's just, oh, wow. And again, she cares about me. But she gets it that Glenn's experiencing what he's experiencing. He's not trying to feel wounded. He's not trying to feel shame. He just does. Mm-hmm. And so if she oozed the boy. He'll process it in 20 seconds and we're rocking. I don't know, Krista, if you just said it or Brian earlier, just about Krista was the feel. She was the feeling mm-hmm. one. And how did you describe Brian or Brian? Did you describe yourself? What I, I don't think know. I said he's. He uses logic. He's logic. Okay. I think that in a lot of relationships that's common that we take on that, Mm. in a way we take on that role. Mm -hmm. My mind was blown when I learned that my brain housed emotions and Glenn's brain houses emotions. Like we both have emotions happening to us. I really did not believe that. I always believed I could opt out. It's interesting, even Brian, when you said you got your feelings hurt in sixth grade and that was, it was, that's it. I'm not doing that again, that, and it's like that one incident or that time in your life, at least you made decisions that put you into the logic. I'm a logical person, right? And so it created this dynamic that you guys have had and now it's just incredible to us to see how Connection Codes is playing out yeah. for the two of you. Yeah, I love it. What struck you the most with the Connection Codes? And we've touched on that already. What stuck with you, biggest takeaways uh, for you? And at what point did you, and again, Chris, you already said that, but at what point did you go, okay, this is worth, this is worth figuring out. This is worth using. Just, I think the way it landed on me, just ha- really feeling heard because Back to how a lot of times I said that already. Okay, but why do I still feel like I'm feeling? And so I guess my biggest takeaway was just the joy of experiencing what it really feels to feel heard, like that felt sense. And oh, yeah, yummy. I love it. (laughs) What about for you, Brian? For me, it's absolutely, I guess it's made me a better person because it's still a challenge for me to dig into some of these feelings, especially like the anger one, because I'm a very 
consistent person and I don't. And so I'm like, okay, I got to think of something I got angry about. Oh yeah, that did make me angry, but it's still, for me, it's still a work in progress because I got to dig a little bit. Hmm. Uh, It's not that easy. Some of the the pieces of the pie aren't really, they don't come natural or easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the reason the whole setup doing the core motion wheel every day, and it takes two minutes per person is because for most of us, uh, because Phyllis always said I was the emotional one. I was clueless. I looked emotional, which has made it impossible for her. Uh, but I didn't know how to actually convey emotions. I was clueless. You probably heard me say, if you'd asked me 25 years ago, Glenn, how often you get hit with shame? I would have said never because I was drowning in shame. I was, does a fish know that it's wet? I was always in shame. So I'm like, well, I don't ever feel shame. And now I realize, oh, okay, I get hit with shame probably as much now as I did 25 years ago. I just process it in 10 seconds now. Literally, I'm just able to go, whoo, felt some shame about that. Fellas goes, oh, what happened with shame? What I mean, oh, you know, that person said that thing and, I just got hit with shame. She goes, what do you need? I went, nothing. Just need to process the shame. And we're rolling. And literally, we're 10, 15 seconds into this, which stuns me that this is even a thing. I I would not have thought. Because I was strangled by shame for so many years. Most of my life, I felt so inadequate, so less than, so unseen, unheard, et cetera, et cetera. And now to be able to process it through, again, literally in 15 seconds, I'm like, whoa. This is funky stuff. And also just one of the things about that, Brian, when we start recognizing the difference between primary anger and secondary anger, that primary anger is that driver. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've been around. You are a very successful person. The core level anger is what got you to do some stuff that you didn't feel like doing. And everybody that's successful did a bunch of things they mm-hmm. didn't feel like doing. And there have been so many times in Brian's life, uh, and again, I can see the result of it. That's why I know it's true. That Brian's like, okay, we got to get this thing done. Here we go. Let's get it done. That's core level anger. That's adrenaline that's seeping into your bloodstream that powers you up so you can get that thing done that you didn't even feel like doing. Because I know that there have been times that you didn't even feel like going to work. <laughs> you know, like, let's see, I can, I can hang out with this amazing woman that I just adore, or I can go to work. Ugh, I got to go to work. That's core level anger that gets you to actually do the, the thing that needs to be done when you don't uh, feel like doing it. Well, I, I love it. Um, okay, you're great. And you've already addressed that, Brian, because you're so smart. You're way ahead of our questions. So what have the, been the biggest challenges for you with the Connection Coast things that you're like, that's a tough one for me? Me? Sure. It's tough for me to keep it little or to keep it right size, to keep it within just a couple of minutes because I love it so much. (laughs) It's hard to keep it. And then the other thing is just staying really curious. I think like I've been on that whole journey of just staying curious. And so maybe when Brian is sharing to just lean in with, oh yeah, and not maybe assigning like a judgment to certain things, but just staying soft, staying curious, staying present. Yeah, that's for me. Wow, I love it. What about for you, Brian? I think the same. Just keeping it concise for both of us is is a challenge for both. But but we again we have three grown adult children, and so it was just her and I. So we do have the time that we can sit down and talk. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. too bad. Yes, we've got to meet your kids. They're pretty amazing. <laughs> Uh, we talk about that from time to time. Just that dinner was amazing. Yeah. And your granddaughter. Really cool. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. So sweet. Really special. 
in thinking about the connection codes, often we start with our, uh, if you're in a married relationship, we start with using the tools in your, in that, in the marriage arena. And then when you start seeing what a difference that makes, it's so easy to then want to share, want to spread this to others. Mm -hmm. And I think with you guys, maybe you could just share a little bit about that, how it has actually made a difference in Mm -hmm. other relationships and possibly even with your children. Mm -hmm. I love this question. I, and I'm, I love sharing. I love sharing this so much. We were just on vacation in California with some special friends and we know these friends well, and we were at a beautiful hotel and just in this really 92 degree, like thermal pool, like just a beautiful setting and just connecting with our friends. And so I think probably because I'm, like I said, this little bee who's, what can we do? But I think it came up about how it has impacted us. And then we were like, do you like, do you want us to, I don't know, show you or just like model through this? And they were just like, yes, please. Dang. I was a little, oh gosh, here we go. Okay. And so, it's just us four just in this big swimming pool. Wow. Yeah. But I felt so much joy. Brian was just so all in and he's like, Hey man, now listen, this is going to blow your mind. You're working yourself (laughs) out of a job. You don't have to fix anything. Oh my gosh, Brian. And then when he started, (laughs) no, just be with her. So it was so special. And really, as I look back over our week long vacation, like It was just one of the most tender moments of the whole trip, but to be able to connect with people like very quickly, you and very vulnerably and very beautifully, it's just, this takes people years sometimes, you know, wonderful. And then in little groups that I facilitate, even here at this table, I've introduced it to some of these ladies and people are amazed. Mm. Mm. So it's been a really special thing to share. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, I remember at the intensive, just you were just such a a powerful force. You're a very dynamic person. People just look to you. You just, you walk in the room and you look like you Uh probably in charge or something. (laughs) And uh, that's just so powerful. Wow. I don't know. I just admire that so much. I love it. Yeah, I think it it speaks volumes mm. when you see someone who's who is successful and even in your yeah. job, Brian, you tell people what to do all day long mm. and then to even think, yes, I'm the logical one and yet to be that vulnerable mm. to yeah. me it speaks volumes yeah. to people to men especially in your just your status, your line of work, your right. just your age even to be able to go, here's a tool that has changed my marriage mm-hmm. and his, it's just, I love that. I love yeah. that with friends would go, mm-hmm. let us do this. Let us just show you. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most powerful thing yes. is when people see it in action and yeah. Glenn and I have learned that over the past, mm-hmm. even two years, it's like when we're with people and we can just say, Hey, let us just show you how this works. Yeah. We were in a restaurant with a couple just last week that we were meeting for the first time and we didn't know them. They didn't know us. They came in from California. We just were made an introduction through someone else. And so we talked for a while 
And then we said, let us just show you how this tool works. And we did it. And mm. whoa, did it change the whole conversation yes. instantly at that table. And yeah. it's, that is so amazing to me when I always see that happen. Yeah. 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 And we're experiencing that the connection codes have spread enough now that almost everywhere we travel, when people hear about it, they'll say, oh, let's have coffee or lunch, whatever. And sometimes events just spontaneously get organized, which is awesome. And then we meet people that we've never met before and we bond with them, just like you said, Krista, in 45 minutes, in, in 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I, and just like with the two of you, I could just do anything with you. We go on a cruise, we can hang out. Uh, we don't really have any history together, but because we're at the core, because we're authentic, vulnerable, there's just bonding in that, which again is the human condition. That's what we're coded to do. All babies bond, all babies connect. Mm -hmm. Somewhere along the way, we get knocked off course and we lose it. Unfortunately, we're just trying to get re reactivate everybody's coding so that we get back yeah. to that. So, mm -hmm. Amazing, I love it. Okay, we wanna to try to get them to- I, I, Before we Please. go to the wheel, so we always end our podcast with a wheel, but love maybe from each of you and one thing if you could tell someone who's i don't i've heard about connection codes i don't know is it really worth pursuing there's so many things out there why bother yeah, what cool. would be the one thing that you would say to someone who either you're introducing it to for the first time or someone who has heard about it but is yeah there's so many things why bother mm. doing one more thing mm. what would you say to them mm. Do the connection codes. <laughs> you would just break uh, out in song. Yeah, I would just break out in song and dance because <laughs> it's so worth celebrating. There's so much hope in this. Mm -hmm. And I think that even like how I felt like a lot of emotion just telling about that very first Zoom call. So mm -hmm. I feel like what I would want to say to is... Like to anyone who's, no, I don't know. We've got so many habits. Like... We, it's been this way for a really long time. I just feel like this whole thing, there's a lot of hope in it and it's simple. Like we didn't have to read 14 books and then go to this one location and stand just like this. It's pretty simple. You have to work it. So I would just say there's a lot of hope in it. And I also feel like people need to just know that like you're worth it. Like relationships are right. so key. Like they're everything. Your relationship is worth investing in. It's brave. Like it's brave to show up. Oh my goodness. It's brave yeah. to sign up. But wow, like the domino effect. And even like we, we didn't touch too much into like our kids, but yeah, like the domino effect of letting this be lived out is really powerful. And for me, talking to other men about it, depending upon their reaction, if it's a negative reaction, I think that the two selling points that I give are number one, you hear just a sigh of relief when you tell the, another man, hey, it only needs to last two minutes. That's it. And they're just like, I, I think I can handle that. I, I really, and then you, you tell them, Hey, all your wife wants to know is that you're, she's being heard. That's it. You're not fixing anything. You're not doing anything special. It's not going to take a whole heck of a lot of your energy other than saying, <laughs> Ooh, or all. And after that, there, I think that you get a little bit more positive reaction. 
Wow. Yeah. I love that. And again, the reason that everything you said is true, Brian, is because it's based on the human condition. It's not a personality profile. It's not a theory of philosophy. You don't have to go learn Latin or quote the periodic table. Uh, it's really just Brian relaxing into himself. And most of us have been walking sideways so long that it's we have muscle memory to not do this. But really, I don't want people to try harder. I want them to try less. Mm. I want Brian just to relax into himself mm. and say, oh, what's happening with me? What am I missing? Oh, babe, I felt some sadness earlier. I felt some loneliness. It was a pain experience because you were hanging out with your friends and I thought you were going to be home at four and you didn't get home till almost five. And I just felt lonely because I like you and I miss you. And there's a lot of joy in you getting home and you didn't get home for 50 minutes later. She can handle that, but that's just Brian relaxing. That was already happening. He didn't have to go find it somewhere else. It's already inside of him. He just, for him to be able to tell her that. And then this girl will just fall into you like, oh, so that's what was happening. And what typically happens is he's pissed because she's 50 minutes late. And then he shows her the secondary anger, not which is masking the core. And then they're at war for the next who knows what, hours, days. We specialized in three week conflicts. <laughs> Just to, we were overachievers. We had maximized the we spent in that conflict. And now we rarely ever take more than 30 seconds to process through stuff which blows my mind. I cannot mm -hmm. believe this is even uh, a thing. How do we miss this so badly, so much for so long? So, mm. wow. Okay, I think, we did we already mention this, that we always end our podcasts with the core motion wheel. And mm. we would love for you guys to do the core motion wheel for us today. Mm -hmm. Okay. You're gonna go first? You want me to? Please. Okay. All right, uh, let me settle in. I usually start with anger. Yeah, we had a special date night Thursday and it was just really connective and really special. And then at the end of the night, Brian was like, hey, could I bring up something really challenging? And it was late and I just felt angry because it was just a hard way to end a nice night. Shame for me. I feel some shame about even when I said in the beginning, like, ooh, like I'm intense. Do I go to an intensive? I feel shame for making things high stakes, even something like the podcast, like this, this thing I do. And I, I feel some shame about mm. that guilt. I feel guilt for putting pressure on you, like to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. I feel guilty for that. Fear. This is a fun season of my life and I'm really stepping into some things that I just am so passionate about. And so sometimes I feel hit with fear of, I hope I can do it. And I hope these dreams really come to life. Hmm. Lonely. Mm, yeah. Back to the emptiness. Like it's quiet around here. And so at times I hmm. feel a little isolated mm -hmm. and sad. I think with, we do love our kids so much. And I think there are times when I feel like, Ooh, maybe I've missed. What if I missed a little bit? Mm. Maybe sometimes of not attuning, like I would really love to. And then hurt. Yeah. I think I feel hurt when we do get into a little bit of a thing. I tend to withdraw and I, and that hurts me to not like clarify sooner and then joy. 
Um, joy, joy, joy. Let's see. I had a lot of joy last night out in this room. Like I was doing some art mm. that Phyllis and I have talked about, and that brings me a lot of joy. And I have a lot of joy with the cold plunge. And then we go in the pool mm. and kind of float. Brian scoops out all the leaves and it just feels like joy. And I even said to him, do you think we can really do this podcast? And I felt joy when he was like me and you together. Aww. Forget about it. I <laughs> love it. Wow. Aww. Thank you, Krista. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me give it a shot here. Yeah. I was, I, I felt, I'm going to start with shame. I feel shame that I brought up a very pain point with mm-hmm. her after this date there was a joy it was the, the joy point the date was sorry we went to stella's we went there was a little get together for a company and they played a movie afterwards and it went so well i'm like okay this is a, probably she's in such a great mood that it's probably a good time to put this on her but i, I feel shame and guilt that that i i brought her down on that so that was bad hurt I'm going to put hurt and sad together. I, we lost one of our cats. Mm. And um, and I, I didn't realize how much I loved that cat. Mm. And so it, it was super, super sad. And I felt a little bit of loneliness in that. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, and then we used our, our last two weeks of vacation. So the fear of getting through the year. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, probably it. And I think, did I say them all? Did you do jewelry? Joy. I should. Yeah, the date night was super. We had a lot of joy and a lot of fun. It was really good. Yeah. It was really good. Amazing. Did you mention fear? Yeah. Okay. You, you used fear. Yeah. Oh, because of their two yeah. weeks vacation. Yeah. 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 Real. yeah. Dude, I would love to put a circle around that and show that to every man on the planet. That's, mm. that's what we, and seriously, it's just that simple. When you live this, Krista knows yeah. what's happening with you. And just pick one. You're feeling the the pain, the sadness, the hurt, the loneliness of losing the cat that was really special to mm-hmm. you. She doesn't know that. Yeah. She's like, oh, I bet he's in a bad mood because he's I'm too much for him. He's annoyed with me or whatever it is happening for her. She's going to fill in the blanks because she's really smart. And she's going to fill in the blanks with 11 different things, none uh-huh. of which were actually real for Brian. Exactly. She doesn't know. Right. Whereas if he's able to say to her, oh, I just feel some loneliness. I miss my cat because I just, I love that cat. And I didn't even know how much I love the cat until it's gone. And it's just lonely. It's a pain experience. Again, as I said before, she'll just fall into you like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And now all those fill in the blanks go away. She yeah. doesn't have to fill in the blank because she yeah. knows what's happening with her guy and she can dance with him. So. Wow. So, so beautiful. My gosh. I love it. Yes. Thank you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast oh, with yeah. us. Just means the world. Yeah. And uh, I know it blesses people when they hear yes. the vulnerability of other people. And because when we have people on our show, it's not just us talking about it, right? It's right. you guys sharing your mm-hmm. own story, how it has impacted yeah. y'all. And of course, love, especially when we hear from people that have been married 30 years mm-hmm. and more, because it really gives a lot of hope, which yes. Kristen used that word even earlier, just mm-hmm. the hope that it gives yeah. to people. So thank yeah. you so much. And yeah. we do all of this. Yeah, we want to let everybody know that you mm-hmm. need this. You deserve this. So, so let's, let's do, do this. this. 
Wow, thank you both so much. I am so honored that I not only got to meet you in person, but just to hear more of your story. Krista is such a light in the world. She is one of those people that if I could have someone just with me all the time, she is who I would want by my side. She is just such an incredible presence to be around. And I am so grateful that the rest of our community is getting to meet you now for the first time, Krista and Brian. So thank you for sharing your story and opening up our minds to what active listening can even do. It's easy to forget what an impact that can make in our homes. So if you are listening and maybe it's your first episode or it's your 84th episode and you still have not like dove into our foundations masterclass, that really is, that's, that's the main course of what we teach. It has all of our two tools that goes far beyond just the core emotion wheel. The core emotion wheel is such a powerful tool, but to know about identity and cycles and all of the other elements that are holding us back in our relationships, that is where you learn it in our Foundations Masterclass. You can use the link in our bio and get 20% off using the code podcast. And I'm telling you, don't put it off. This course is changing lives everywhere. And we want our podcasters, we want our listeners to be the first ones to really know what these tools can do. So thank you, thank you all for being here. Click that link in our bio and we will see you next week for another episode. Let's do this.